Thanks for joining us on the Parents Who Fight podcast. This is episode number three, and I'm Jesse Segan, and I'm here with my lovely wife, Sarah Segan. Hello, everybody. We are the founders of Parents Who Fight, a campaign to help educate and equip parents to fight online dangers like pornography, cyberbullying, predators, and sexting. And we have named today's episode Back to School, but I know what you're thinking. It's because kids are going back to school, and I know everyone's super excited about that. It seems like the summer just, you know, it's so awesome when we get out of school, and we love the summer, and then it all just comes, it starts to come crashing down around us about August. But even though we are super excited about kids being back to school, and there are a whole set of online safety things that go with that. Today, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the parents going back to school. So what do we mean by that? Basically, this is an invitation for you as parents to jump back into learning more about what you can do to protect your kids and your home online. Yeah, we need to stay current with uh, social media New developments and apps. Yep, there are some new developments that have come about in the last a couple of weeks, so we're going to talk about those today. It's, it's hard for we need to stay up with um, you know how to protect our kids online uh, and outside the home uh, when when there's you know new devices, products. The list goes on and on. It can all seem very overwhelming. Yes, at times. and so instead of just you know crawling in a hole and wishing that all this stuff would go away. We are inviting you into the fight, and what we say when we do our seminars to Parents Live is that the best way for you to protect your kids is to prepare them, but the best way to prepare them is to prepare yourself. So, before we actually dive into the meat of all that, we definitely want to give you guys just some recent headlines and things concerning social media and online safety, and I guess I can just dive into that. Is that all right? Yeah. So Tell us about it. The first one is an app update, a a new development, a very popular app, Instagram. A couple weeks ago, they rolled out a new feature called Instagram Stories. Now, it's really similar to some of the Snapchat features, so we definitely want to give you guys uh, some feedback and knowing how to talk and engage your students on it and you really need to be aware of some of the potential risks that opens up um so like i said similar to snapchat where if you're on instagram you might know that like say you have an event i i used to run nonprofit um social media and if we had an event we would post like a hundred photos in one day on Instagram and it probably bugged everybody who followed us because we've now clogged up their feed with all these photos. So now with Instagram stories, you can basically string a bunch of photos. I don't really know if it's a hundred, but a bunch of photos and videos together in one stream, one thread one story and those photos and videos will actually disappear after 24 hours and they won't appear on your profile grid or in your feed so that's one of the similarities to snapchat so it's a yeah it's like a longer version of snapchat than well yeah just it, 24 hours i mean it's basically 
it's kind of the same thing. Um, it's just that you still have the existing photos and grid that are in your feed and that people can look back on. But those ones that you put in the stories will essentially go away. Now, as we all know, anything on the internet is permanent. Uh, you need to look at it that way. So it possibly doesn't actually go away. But that, just understand that after 24 hours, you won't be able to just click on something and find it. And so you can, so you can, and also you can send a uh, comment and send private messages to that person. Um, yes. Stories. According to the Instagram blog. Yes. It says, if you want to comment on something you see, this is straight from the Instagram blog. You can tap and send a private message to that person on Instagram direct. So unlike regular posts in Instagram stories, there's no likes or public comments. And your story follows the privacy settings of your account. So if your account's public, your story will be public. If your account is private, your story will be visible only to the people who follow you. And now this is something that is kind of cool. There's a little bit of a customizable privacy setting. The Instagram blog said that you can easily hide your entry, your entire story from anyone you don't want to see it, even if they follow you. So if you're familiar with any of the Facebook privacy settings, for example, I can post something to everyone but not my husband if I want to plan a surprise party for him. Um, so that kind of thing. It's more a little bit more customizable in the privacy settings. So we want you guys to be aware of that, the Instagram stories that are rolling out this week. And tell us about uh, Justin Bieber, a new development with the <laughs> well, Beads. Well, it's probably a little bit old news to most people because insanely... Well, it's interesting, It is interesting, though. but it, insanely it was picked up by, like, everybody the day that it happened. I mean, it was on CNN, and, I mean, it was just kind of crazy. Justin Bieber apparently deleted his Instagram account. There was apparently some um, feud, and he was getting lots of hate comments having to do with him and his ex-girlfriend Selena and his apparently new current girlfriend and I think the important thing to engage with your kids about that is first of all your kids probably know who Justin Bieber is so it's pretty relevant to them whether they like him or not I think the important thing and actually the thing that I want to celebrate is that um, social media is not so important that it can't just go away. Like that you can choose that. It doesn't have to control your life, even with, you know, cyberbullying and stuff that kids are going through some really, really destructive communication on social media. Like you can pull the plug as a parent. You can pull that from them and protect them. So that's something a, that we're seeing celebrities do actually right and left. Justin Bieber's just the one who made the headlines, but people are doing it all the time because they realize there are certain aspects of it that aren't healthy and you don't have to be a celebrity for some of those things to not be healthy. It's a big statement too for someone who had as many followers and all the attention. Yeah, it's part of his brand. For for a teenager to see him do that or so, you know, anybody any of us to see him do that, it maybe it would help some to kind of go, "Oh, I I have uh, 200 followers or whatever. It's not as big of a deal. You know, it's it's no big deal to just lay this down and, and shut it down. Yeah, you know, just basically you deal. need to remember that boundaries are essential to the online safety conversations with your child. 
boundaries. What is going to keep you safe? What is going to keep your heart safe? So anyway, that's where Justin Bieber comes in. Um, another cool thing that hit uh, this week, and I saw it in several places, which was neat, was a um, interview with Elizabeth Smart, who if you're a parent like we are in our 40s, you probably remember the Elizabeth Smart story about how she was abducted from her home when she was 14 and she was um, held captive by um, a husband and wife like out in the yeah, not really in the woods. It's kind of like on a hill, but really wild. Yeah, it's story. a crazy story, and the interview that's been kind of circulating was done by Fight the New Drug, which is an incredible organization. If you don't know about them, you really need to follow them and look them up because they will give you very key things to have conversations with your kids about. They will educate you about the harms of pornography and how you can talk to your kids. Um, and the point of the Elizabeth Smart video was talking about the role that pornography played in the crime that was committed against her um, by the, the criminal who did it. And so I think if your kid is of an age where they could handle that information, it's a story that they probably haven't heard before. And it is a very captivating, it's very well done, and to see her very well spoken now because she is very articulate and she is able to tell her story in a very meaningful way. So those are the three stories that we're going to highlight this week um, that have been in social media and circulating online. So let's go back to our topic for today, bringing parents back Back to to school. school. And here are three strategies as a parent to help you keep up with the ever-changing landscape of technology. Right. Uh, One would be to find a daily and weekly way to stay up on what's going on. So uh, something in your news feed that's a regular it's delivered regularly to your inbox and your email uh, or your news feed or both. Something of current news and developments in the digital world. So look for ways to set that up so it comes to you regularly as just a reminder of staying current on those things. There's a couple of, thing- of organizations that we share stuff from regularly that have great educational tools that are very specific. So, for example, Safe Smart Social has quite a few videos that kind of give you the lowdown on certain apps, and they're videos by app, and they'll tell you kind of what the risks are. So that's mm-hmm. a great one. iParent TV also has quite a few videos like that. That's great. It's a great resource. Yep. Um, we share a lot of stuff from TeenSafe because they are – are blogging and talking about things that are related to your child's safety and they're kind of a, a forerunner in the online safety and, and monitoring movement. So Teen Safe is a great one to have in your inbox or in your feed. Um, another great one is Above the Fray. And they are constantly sharing news stories and current events that are great talking points about things that you can bring up with your student to talk to them about that. So their website is beabovethefray.org, and on social media, their um, handle is Above the Fray. Yeah, that's uh, one thing that we do, we try to do 
is just share from all these different great organizations. So if you don't have time to track all those down, you can also just go to our Parents Who Fight social media feeds and blog posts. You can subscribe to our blog post. We're going to be continually promoting and talking about what these other groups are saying anyways, and you can kind of find a lot of it in one place. You can subscribe to our blog on our website at parentswhofight.com, and you'll just get those periodic blog posts or you can follow us on social media on Facebook. Uh, it's a great place where all the information can often be consolidated so you can find it quickly, you know, stay current on what's going on. Yeah, Facebook um, and Twitter are both updated daily with various <laughs> things that are happening. Um, you mean our Facebook? Our Facebook, parents who fight. yeah. Our yeah. Facebook and right. our Twitter feed, so. Another back-to-school strategy uh, is to continually connect with your kids about these things. You wouldn't believe how much you'll learn just staying in regular conversation with your kids. Yeah, one of the strategies that we really liked and took away from the Screenagers documentary was Tech Talk Tuesdays, and that is, you know, every Tuesday sitting at the dinner table and just talking about different technology, maybe apps, what what apps are kids using, or, oh, I heard this thing in the news today. And so being intentional, basically, with your kids. I know for us, a big thing is when you're alone in the car, I'm constantly looking for those conversations to just bring up stuff. And I will say to my son, like, hey, you know, I I heard this story. It's kind of crazy, you know, about this bus driver who was following an 11-year-old student on social media. What do you think of that? And yeah. we, we get in great conversations that way. And he'll start to divulge things like, oh, yeah, my friend at school has an Instagram account or whatever, you know. So I learn a lot from his world by asking him things. But also, you know, I think just being intentional with your kids about the technology that they like and that they're using at school. Like, hey, can you show me that? Show me, like, our son does this thing on um, this website called Scratch, and it's, yeah. like, a coding website. It's a, and it's, it's a beginner's kind of coding website. Yeah, it's completely lost on me, but I, I wanted to understand his world because he's fascinated with it. So it's, like, sitting down, okay, show me, show me what you do on Scratch so that when you ask to go on Scratch, I fully understand what that is, and I can kind of poke around and see what risks might be there. So Yeah, another uh, great time to talk to your kids that we've found is uh, close to bedtime at night, just before bedtime. We really got more purposeful about it when we heard that as a strategy in a book that we had read. It's called Never Say No by Mark and Jan Foreman. It's a great parenting resource um, and just a lot of it is surrounded around it's really important to listen to your kids. And that nighttime is just kind of like a truth serum, you know. You go to pray with your kids uh, and hug and kiss them goodnight, and they want to start talking and opening up. You ask one question, and it opens up a, a big discussion. Don't miss out on those rich conversation uh, opportunities because they'll open up a lot more and be honest and they need to feel like as their parents you're a safe uh, place to uh, to talk about those things and have conversations like that yeah and I think there have even been times where I've noticed 
um, if one of our boys is acting maybe just a little bit off and I mean, one like of something's my, going on. Yeah. One of my go-to questions is like, Hey, you know, have you come across anything? Have you seen anything that upset you online? Because I feel like that ha- has happened before and it's brought out stuff. So that's something I just, I just try to check in on that on a regular basis. So um, another great back-to-school strategy is to talk to other parents. Bring up social media and ask them how they handle it. Definitely. I'm, I like, if I find out somebody uses something that I don't use or they're on a certain social media platform, it's like, show me. I want to see, show me how you do that. What you know? Or if they're using a different monitoring software than we use, I want to know, what are you using? How does it work? What do you like about it? What don't you like about it? Um, another thing that would be great, I mean, you'll get a lot of, parents coming up to talk to you afterwards but man if you go to a PTA meeting bring it up ask parents you know has anyone had any concerns about online safety issues in the classroom and oh my goodness that has opened up so many things for us yeah Sarah will just ask one one uh intelligent question about the online safety and parents around her will just be flocking to her asking questions going you know Maybe you should, uh, maybe you should do this for a living, or maybe you should yeah. you should talk about this more to the rest of us parents. We need to know about this stuff, and you seem like you know what you're talking about. Yeah. And uh, but and I think like, yeah, we do. Parentsyfight.com. Yeah, everybody's at a different place in their journey. You know, if you don't have middle school or kids yet, you're thinking, oh my gosh, middle school is going to be so petrifying. And if you have middle school kids, you think, oh, my gosh, high school is going to be so petrifying, you know. And so I think if you can get intentional with the parents that are around you, whether at school or church or, you know, the football team, whatever, and really just bring it up like, hey, you know, I notice your kids are, um, you know, have devices. Tell me how you cross that bridge to get there. You know, yeah, what, what are your challenges? Using? What are you, yeah, what are you using to protect them on there? Yeah, because you can learn a lot from parents. Sometimes you might learn what you don't want to do, but you can learn a lot from each other. And I think parents more and more these days want to know how to do a better job. So we just always say just just bring up the conversation with other parents. Right. It's, it's also great because especially when they have kids that are at different ages and different stages than yours, but um, especially older, if they're further down the road, with uh, dealing with social media and devices, or if they have a lot of kids, you know, we just have two, mm-hmm. uh, so we learn a lot from people who have three, four, five, or yeah, six kids. Yeah, this one lady who came to one <laughs> of our seminars, that? she said, I'm part mom, part FBI agent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because having to do so much. You'll get a lot of great tips from parents who are a little further down the road than you. Mm-hmm. And uh, usually they're the ones that also want to learn from you and they want to mm-hmm. learn you know, together. Yeah. We learn something every time we do a seminar. Uh, we did one in Kentucky a couple weekends ago and it was 
I mean, first of all, I just have to give a shout out to any grandparents who are listening because it was so awesome. There was a few, probably three sets of grandparents who were there and they were learning because they feel the, the tension of the gap between what they are comfortable with technology wise and what their, their grandkids want to do. And they do not want their grandkids to be exposed to pornography or other dangers. So they are climbing into the fight. I mean, it was so encouraging to see that. And um, they asked great questions. But there were other parents who were there who were um, doing a fabulous job with their students. And man, I took away some really cool ideas for how I want to handle some things when we get to that point. You know, it's just we can help each other. So those are our three back-to-school tips for parents going back to school to learn how to better protect your kids. Number one, find daily or weekly at least ways to stay up on what's going on. Number two, continually connect with your students about these things. And number three, talk to other parents and be ready to learn. We do want to say for any of you who are listening, maybe for the first time, go ahead and subscribe on your iTunes app. If you're listening on iTunes, that would be fabulous. You can also rate this podcast and that will be helpful. We would love to come and talk to your church, your school, your community group about online safety. We'll basically talk to anybody who will listen about it because we... It's that important. It's that important. We feel so passionate about it. And we know that our kids' success in life, so much of that is playing out online. So let's help set them up for having a healthy future. Definitely. Thank you guys for joining us. Any uh, questions that you would have for us, email us at parentsyoufight at at gmail.com. You know, connect with us on Facebook. That's a good one to just, you know, send us a message or comment on there. Yeah, a lot of people uh, private message us on our Parents Who Fight Facebook uh, page with questions, and we will get right back to you on that, so... All right, you guys have a great beginning of school year and love on your kids. And remember, the best way to prepare them is to prepare yourself. So until next time, keep keep fighting. fighting.